This message is brought to you by Lighthouse Chapel International, a united denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Welcome to the Life Preaching Message, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation, a Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to teach and preach wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing encounter as you listen to this message. Holy Spirit, we pray for our hearts and our minds to be stayed on God. We desire to hear from Him. We need a word from you. We need a word from you. We need a word from you. We need to hear from you. If we don't hear from you, we don't know what to do. Give us instructions. Give us guidance. We pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. Great. Unfortunately, you don't have a screen, but I have a screen. Have they done a, some, something special? Well, they have not been successful so far. Technicians are at it. They are working on it. Power will be restored soon. Okay. Vision will be restored soon. Amen. But in the meantime, because I'm close to a place where the power can take, be taken off, I still have power. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, some people don't know load shedding. You know. Some people don't know load shedding because they stay around hospital or by hospitals. I was talking to one of my, I was talking to Bishop Peter. I said, we, we don't know load shedding. I said, how? How can it be that you don't know load shedding? That we are at stage eight and they still stay stage six. They give us discount, even though with the real price is with VAT. They, they give us quotation without VAT. Meanwhile, they know we will pay with VAT because we are not VAT registered. They, they, at a stage, I think they went to stage eight, but they didn't want to say it because they were taking the power for hourly. Do you get it? But anyway, whatever it is, we are in it. Before ESCOM, we were there and we will be there after ESCOM. Amen. Let's stop complaining about ESCOM and things and find a way of living without ESCOM. Hallelujah. Great. So this morning, I want to share with you or continue the message of the blessing of being a child of God. At the beginning of the year, our prophet led us to make many declarations and caption the year, our year of being thankful. Amen. And so, the point number four of the 12 declarations we made is that, Lord, I am thankful that in 2023, I have the blessing of being a son and a daughter, into brackets, a child of God. Do you get it? We are all children of God, but we still also are a son or a daughter to human parents. Amen? So also we will be a son and a daughter to an anointed servant of God. I hope you understand it. But I'm intentionally using a child of God because most of us, when we say I'll be a daughter and a son, then we start having all issues. So to save you from the many issues, I'm just saying the blessing of being a child of God. But you need to understand that a child of God will still be a son or a daughter of a man of God. As I stand here, I am a produce of Bishop Dag. Whatever I do in ministry, whatever I know in ministry, and the steps I take, 
are clearly his instructions. You see, if it was not for his instruction, I would not bother to buy a building in Randbeck. I'll not bother to buy a building, right? I'll just buy a building in Pretoria East and move the growing Apache church to a good suburb and not have a church in Randbeck. Yes. But is it by his instruction and wisdom and spirit-led direction? He says, let's build a church in Joburg too. Not only in Pretoria. Today, as I speak, Pretoria Church is going on and Rambeck Church is going on. And other churches are even going on in Johannesburg. Amen. So, I am a produce or I'm a product of a man of God, even though I'm a child of God. Do you get it? I'm a child of God that God gave birth to through his servant. That is what Paul said, I have begot you are my children in Christ because through the gospel that I preach, I have begotten you into Christ. In other words, through the I'm preaching, you have come into Jesus. Therefore, I am your father or you are my children. Amen. Amen. Just like getting, because some of us, we are very argumentative. Everything they say, we want to analyze. No, but you see, the mistake your parents made is to educate you. That's the mistake they made. Because small knowledge of how to speak English, small knowledge of how to speak English and understand English words, they bought you a dictionary and they force you to learn the meaning of words. Now, every word they say, you are actually saying, you see, that's the, the word you use is inappropriate. Everything is inappropriate because now you know English. Hmm. Anyway, but I'll tell them to still educate you. Don't worry, we'll, we'll have patience with you. So he said, Lord, I am thankful that in 2023, I have the blessing of being a son and a daughter. The next portion. The next portion. I am thankful that I shall be dealt with. I shall be dealt with. I shall be dealt with as a son and a daughter. And I am thankful that I can experience rebukes chastening and correction with a good attitude and because of this i shall bear the peaceable fruit of righteousness holiness and specialness that comes through being chastened corrected even when it is not a joyous experience now you see, your life and what you have in life is a reflection of who you were born to. That's the first, you see, the first level of determination, like the first thing that determines whether your life is going to be up or down depends on who, who brought you into this world. That's very important. I said, that's very important. Some of us, we may die at 97 years old, never having sat in a plane before. Oh, yes, oh, yes. A lot of people will die never having sat in a plane before. Oh, yes. Meanwhile, some people their regular mode of transport is a plane. It's not because they are more human than you. No, 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 no. It's just how they entered the world. The door which brought them into the world determines what is normal and what is 
special. You know, one day, my children, they do teach me a lot of things. One day, I was talking to them. I don't know what we were saying. And I don't remember exactly the conversation. But the expression they gave was that sitting in a plane, it's no longer something to be excited about. It's almost like it's not a topic, it's not a topic to discuss. Then I realized that, ah, these people, they have something that I never had. Because for years, I continually went to the airport asking myself when I will also be the one that is being seen off. For years. Meanwhile, they were, some of them, as, as early as 10 weeks. 10 weeks old, they were on a flight. And since then, they've been, it's like every traveling, whatever. It's just, um, it's not because I'm rich, please. It's because, I mean, you can't drive to Ghana from South Africa. It's just by circumstance. It's not like I'm rich. But it's like this is a wise option to go. So all of a sudden, before they grew up, sitting in a plane is not an issue. Meanwhile, for me, for me, ha, the first time I sat in a plane, it is like Jesus has come. <laughs> Some of you are laughing. Meanwhile, if I were to ask you, have you sat in a plane before? You shall sit in a plane in Jesus' name. Yeah. I mean, of course, it doesn't take you to heaven, but it's a nice experience. Please, let's say, don't, don't start by, ah, but what is a plane? I mean, if I've not sat in a plane, so what? I mean, does it take me to heaven? Please, please. I know it doesn't take you to heaven. I'm just saying something that what you enjoy as normal is determined by who brought you into this world. What you enjoy as normal is determined by who brought you into this world. Therefore, therefore, it is very important whose child you are. You see, some of us, our, the struggles of our lives is because of who gave birth to us. Because some people, some people are cursed. And you see, the curse is said that anything that is related to them will not prosper. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, it's like this, your starting point to even fight your battles is who is my father? Yes. Yes. But you see, sometimes God knowing all these things and knowing that it is not your fault that you entered into this world. Are you with me? through the channel that you came in would also make a provision to overcome what is trying to overcome you or what is putting you at a disadvantage oh yes oh yes that is why he said i will give you pastors after my own heart my heart never neglects anyone that belongs to me. My heart. That's what the Lord says. I'll give you pastors after my own heart. Why? Because my heart towards you is always good. So a pastor after my own heart would be good to you. Because I know some of you, how you have entered this world. That you have entered this world by a man who is very irresponsible. I mean, irresponsible is under description of that person who brought you into this world. I mean, if they say the man is irresponsible, it's like it's a nice description of him. And you see, the problem is that, for example, if you have an irresponsible father, if you are not careful, it opens you up to a wide range of temptations. Because though he's an irresponsible father, there is a, a, an instruction from God that says, honor your father and your mother that it may be well with you. 
and some fathers the level of irresponsibility makes obeying that instruction honor your father and mother very difficult for you you see for you that instruction is like writing a phd mass paper phd mass paper test i mean exam that is given to somebody who is a phd student in maths is it is when for that for you to obey that it's like somebody who is writing a phd mass test at grade 11. even the grade 11 paper itself it's not been easy even even though you are in grade 11 a grade 9 paper can give you a challenge and a serious challenge that if the lord does not deliver you can easily not pass even though you are in grade 11 and now now here you are you have to obey an instruction which is right it's like writing a phd math test at grade 11. i hope you understand what i'm saying so god knows about all these disadvantages and by so doing also brings into your life something that will be an advantage to you for example a man after god's own heart is a man a man after god's own heart in your life as your pastor is a man who will bring god's blessing into your life because that description that was used of david for example that description that was used of david that i have found me a servant after my heart i found me a man after my heart it brought into david's life a blessing beyond imagination a blessing that made god promise him that on your throne as king david the messiah will sit the throne that you sat on is the throne that the, my son will sit that was the level of the, the blessing that came to david and what did he do? It protected even the foolishness of his children. Oh yes, oh yes. Solomon was a fool in the latter end of his life. Because, and the reason that he became a fool was the fact that his heart turned from following God to idol worship. Because of the various women he brought into his life. Some of you men who keep on kicking. My wife can't control me. They, oh, they are controlling you already. They are controlling you. They are controlling you. In fact, the, it is the control that, that, that exists. That's why you are saying my wife can't control me. Oh, they will control you. They will control you. You will be controlled. <laughs> it's a powerful <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Your wife will control you. Your mistake to say your wife can't control you means that you'll be controlled without any interference. No, no, no. You see, when you say my wife can't control me, then it means that you won't look for evidence of her control. Because it's like my wife is not here. If my wife is not here, why will I go around looking for my wife in the room? I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. When you say something is not there, it actually blesses the thing when it's present because it means that you will not chase after it to detect it and to counteract it. So when you're a man and you are kicking and say, my wife can't control me, my wife will never control me, your wife will control you, I promise you. I promise you. In fact, she's actually controlling you. She's controlling you already. Because, you see, they know, they know when you keep shouting like that, that they can't control you. When they want you to go left, they tell you go right. <laughs> oh, yeah. When they want you to go left, they tell you go right. And they know, you say, you can't control, you can't tell what to do. I'm going to go left. That's where they wanted you to go. Oh, yes. Ah! Oh, yes. You see, so, so, through David's blessing, 
Solomon's mistake did not have the full impact on him. And even when it had to come on his son, it was even limited. Now, this is where most of us don't understand the blessing of a pastor in your life. He said, no, Christianity is an individual thing. You don't have to belong to a church. Sit there, sit there, and not belong to anything. You see, sometimes the knowledge you don't have is the reason why you shout and make the statements you make. Yeah, yeah. It is your, the ignorance that is dominating you is the, is the, your, your, your statements actually reflect it. You see, you don't understand how the spiritual and how things operate. You don't even know that as you are in the physical realm, there is a realm that is invisible, that is governing everything you do in the physical. And the more you say, there's nothing spiritual, there's nothing invisible, the more they will govern you. Because you see, when you acknowledge the existence of a thing, and its involvement in a particular way. It now allows you to look at how to, how to get it to do things in your favor. It, it allows you to choose the one that will favor you. For those who say there's no God, and therefore they live their lives the way they want, the realm of the spirit is very happy. Because if there's no God, then when demonic powers are operating in your life, you will not question their operation. And you will not seek help against them. Because the only one that can stand against those demonic powers is God. And you say there's no God. So what else would you bring to confront them? I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. So listen. What I'm trying to say to you is that a pastor, a prophet, an apostle, a teacher, an evangelist, a servant of God is a blessing from God to your life to help you. And if you allow, if you allow, they will birth in you the grace of God that is upon them. If you allow, if you accept them as a gift of God to me and you treasure them, they will birth in you the grace of God that is upon them. But you see, Satan will never want to allow you to accept. So he will throw up all the dust. Oh, pastors, you can't trust them. These men of God, you can't trust them. Hey, no problem. Go and trust what you can trust. I said, go and trust what you can trust. When God in his wisdom is giving you his servant, how you say, these men of God, you can't trust them. There are too many stories about them. Is there any human being that has no story about them? Even you, you. Even you. If you were a pastor, do you think you can be trusted? I'm being told that your wife even doesn't trust you. I didn't say it. Pastor Teddy said it. You can come and ask him why he said that after church. No, you see, I'm, I'm trying to say something to you. There's a blessing that comes by being a child of a blessed person. And you see, a servant of God is a blessed person. A servant of God, somebody who gives their lives to God and say, Lord, if you can use anything, use me. It's a blessed person. And if you allow, they will birth in you the grace that is upon them. But you see, there's a but. There's a but. You see, in this portion, of the declaration 
They say, I have a blessing of being a son and a daughter. The next portion say, I, I am thankful that I shall be dealt with as a son and a daughter. I shall be dealt with. In other words, I'll be handled as such. Accepting that you will be, you'll be handled as such would allow you to receive not only the praises but the corrections. You see, some of us, if it was not for the strictness of our parents, we would have ended up with body odor. Normally, ladies or girl child, they like bathing. They like the water. Normally. Normally. And normally, boys don't like water. But you see, the presence of a parent with a vision in your life would make you develop the good habit of always cleaning yourself morning and evening. My boys, the sisters are always on them. Go and bath! And as they are doing it, I say, mm, this thing is not, it's not, it's not only one place. Because boys don't like bathing. And especially when we get to the age when our body starts secreting the various hormones and other things and our sweat glands. When we are picked from school, the windows must be open. Because we have played and our clothes, we don't wash it. I don't know if you have boys in your house. I don't know about girls, but I didn't experience that with my daughter, so that's why I'm saying. But what I know is that boys, including myself, don't, don't look at me like I was born like this, always neatly dressed. Please, don't do that. When you do that, you are not helping the preaching. And, and I mean, if my son, who, who did my son take? Did he take uh, somebody, a stranger? And sometimes some of the problems I see, I'm a bit calm on it because I know where it's coming from. <laughs> you, you, you be there and pretend like you are an angel and start shouting to your child as if whatever the problem he has is not from you. The only reason is that it's because you have forgotten. You have forgotten what you were. And you don't want your child to remind you that this is you. That's why you are disowning him. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, you see, it means that as a child, there is a dealings that is needed if you are going to be a child or a daughter or a son. Now, those dealings, most of us don't take it well. Most of us don't take it well. I said, most of us don't take it well. But the truth is that without them, without them, that blessing would not come to us. The blessing of being, you see, as Absalom did not want to submit to the father, he did not experience the blessing of being a child of David. His life was cut short. Because he did not want to submit to the authority of his father. And many of us have Absalomic behaviors. Where God is doing something in your life. You see, the Bible says the steps of a righteous man are ordered not by the righteous man, but by the Lord. In fact, Jeremiah said that it is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. Jeremiah 10, 23. If it is not in man that is walking 
to direct his steps. Who is directing man's steps? So you see, a, a blessing of a pastor, a prophet, apostle, a teacher, do you get it? Will cover the deficiencies that you came into this world with. Because some of you, your fathers were idol worshippers. In fact, it's not your fathers. Your great-grandfather was, a, was actually an assistant devil. He was the one running the office in Africa. And overseeing all the regions of Africa. That's your grandfather. So what blessing are you going to get from God? But is it God being just and knows that though this is the tree you came from, you were not there to make a choice as to this is the way or not. He gives you your own choice. That this is the way to escape what has entangled you. Jesus is the way. Come to him and things will change. When you come to Jesus, he now gives you Jesus' servants upon whom his blessing is resting to birth in you that same blessing by directing your steps, by instructing you, by correcting you. This is what we hate. You can't tell me what to do. I mean, I just came to church now. You want to interfere in my personal life. Which life is personal and which one is public? Which, 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 which part of your life belongs to public? Is your life not personal? Your whole life, is, it belongs to you. Your life belongs to you. My life belongs to me. There's no life that belongs to public. He said, it's personal. Which part is personal? I said, which part is personal? And mind you, mind you, the outcome of your life is not the one you live in public is actually the things you do in secret and in private so if the blessed one in your life cannot birth out of you in private what brings a blessing what is his use to you he's there as a servant to serve the purpose of God in your life that is why he has to come into your private life. Because that's where Satan is up against you. Not the life that when you see everybody, you are nicely dressed. I mean, look at the way I'm nicely dressed. This is not, this, this is not where Satan is fighting. Satan is fighting me when there's nobody seeing me. When there's nobody seeing me. Whether I will sleep or whether I will pray. That is where Satan is fighting me. Whether I'll be reading the word of God or, I mean, paging through pornography on the privacy of my screen. That is why Satan is fighting me. Satan is not fighting me when I'm standing in front of you, nicely dressed with my uh, cufflinks and microphone and everything. That's not why Satan is fighting me. Because he knows that my father who sees in secret is going to reward me according to what he sees in secret. So, so listen, as a pastor, if I want to be an obedient servant of God in your life, then what you do in secret is the place where I have to work to make sure you are doing the right thing in secret. Because it is from the secret works that nobody sees that God rewards you. And I must say that it's very uncomfortable for somebody to know you who you really are and what you do when nobody's seeing you. It's uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable. I said it is uncomfortable but that is what brings your blessing correction 
on top of the tree does not change the tree. Correction at the hidden part of the tree is what makes the top part beautiful. The leaves don't drink water. It is the root that must drink the water. So pouring the water on the leaves does not bless the tree. I must pour it where the roots can drink it. understanding it and you see it's, a, it's, it's God's way of blessing your life it's God's way of blessing your life and so unless you allow yourself and accept to be dealt with as a child that blessing that God wants to use to counteract the case with which you came will not manifest you see I'm standing here not because I'm perfect but because I have allowed myself to be dealt with as a child. That's, that's all. That's all. That's the difference between me and you. I have allowed myself to be dealt with as a child. How? How? By not being offended when I'm corrected. Some of you, I can't say what I have in mind when you sit in front of me. I can't say it. Unless I want to suck you out of the church. Mm-hmm. I, I can't say it. When I assess you and I put two and two together, unless I want you to leave the church, I will not say what I should say which will help you. I will not say it. You see, recently, I was counseling somebody in the office here. In fact, that day we've had prayer and the person wants to see me by all means. And the person has had marital storm. Storm be what? Oh, a tsunami is a small wave. It's a supersonic level of tsunami so in trying to explain to him I said listen it cannot be that your wife is so evil because she was he was presenting a picture that the wife is very evil and I said it is not possible I look at you as you are talking to me your character your car- the way you are even will make it difficult for any sensible woman to stay with you i didn't tell him that i didn't tell him that i didn't tell him that please i didn't but that's my assessment you are so unstable so unstable if you it's like if you want a prototype of instability with all its qualities this is the person so I said to him now listen it cannot be that your wife is a bad person and nobody can marry her I said look there's somebody who will marry your wife and bring the best out of her no bishop it's not true it's not true I mean, all the boys that wanted to marry her, they said, So I said, I asked her, so you are saying that you are the only person that could have handled her. You see, he was trying to justify his inability to manage his wife. And he's like, if I failed, there is an exam nobody on earth can pass. That's what he was saying. That's what he was saying. That if I have failed this exam. You see, he said, if I have failed this exam, it means nobody can pass it. But you see, he was fulfilling the scripture. 
in proverbs 20 verse 6 that every man will proclaim his own goodness how can you believe that because you cannot stay with this woman as a wife nobody can stay even the devil has other angels that are staying with him even the devil the bible says when the devil was cast out of heaven one third of the angels came with him so even the devil even the devil i said even the devil has people that could stay with him so how can you say and later on i heard he when he came for the counseling the church didn't help him and the the, the i don't know how he rephrased what i said i said my heart i'm learning i thought i have learned but i'm learning <laughs> do you get it because you think you are helping the person you see whenever you have a marital problem or any other problem with anybody and you sit down quietly and you reflect and say maybe i have a part in the way this thing has come out it will not allow you to go all out in the mistake you are about to make in other words you see if there is a problem and you admit that maybe the way he's responded had to do with my initial response the problem would immediately begin to cease because you would calm down and that person naturally having you having calmed down will be forced to calm down because when you sow calmness calmness must be reaped those of us who are married when you decide to reduce your voice when you are quarreling after a time the other person also drops their voice because you are not shouting you are speaking gently for a season the other person may maintain their high voice but it's just a matter of time they will drop their voice and still talk yeah so i was trying to get him that your wife's behavior and the way that could it be that maybe you also lack some small skills because the bible says we should dwell with women according to knowledge where is your knowledge about a woman I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. So in an attempt to point out to him that calm down, calm down. Maybe you need to make a small change. Just a small change. Instead of coming up with aggressive statements, statements of attack, you can change your wording and rather speak, I mean, just more calmly, more politely. Because I can ask you, why did you do this? Why did you do this? Or even if I say, why did you do this? You see, the, 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 if not, not even in the voice, the level, but just the question, why did you do this? It, it can also be asked that, could you have done it in another way? You see, the two will have different effects. You are not, you see, the, the, two, the one is questioning his wisdom for doing it in one way. The other is saying there, there may be another option. You see, they are both questioning the wisdom, but one is aggressive. One is confrontational. The other is suggestive. So sometimes you, somebody needs to teach you this. But you see, the problem with most of us i said the problem with most of us you see most of us our friends don't tell us the truth because they have judged you by your reaction to the truth and they realize that to maintain the friendship no matter what it, no matter the cost of it they will never tell you the truth 
They will never tell you the truth. But the blessing of friendship is when a friend can tell you the truth. Because when your mother or an authority figure tells you the truth, you get a feeling that they are trying to oppress you. But when your own friend who is like you, who is doing the same thing with you, and say, this one you didn't try. You shouldn't have done it this way. When they tell you, you know that they are not judging you. But they are with you in the same thing, but they are telling you that, no, this one is not right. Because when your father tells you it's not right, that's why most people go and seek counsel from their friends rather than their parents. So listen, there's a blessing that comes from being a child. But there are obstacles that you have to overcome if you want to be a child. Because there is a way a child is dealt with. I said there is a way a child is dealt with. That unless you are willing to be dealt with like that, you can easily lose the blessing of being a child. Of somebody who is blessed. I hope you are here with me. So, listen, don't come to church and say, I'm a child of God, I'm a child of God. Are you accepting God to deal with you as with a child? I said, are you accepting God to deal with you as with a child? By telling you that, by first of all, even telling you what to do and not what you want to do. Hmm? Are you accepting it? Or you are happy to sing, I'm a child of God because I'm born again and singing. There's a song, I'm a child of God, I'm born again. All things have passed away, all things have become new. I'm a new creation and a brand new man. I mean, something like that. We, we, you can sing it. Satan doesn't mind. If you are a new creation and you are a brand new man, then you are a brand new man to somebody. I said, you are a brand new man to somebody. You are a brand new man to Jesus. We like quoting, uh, 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 what's that scripture? 2 Corinthians 5, 17. What, what's the name? What, what, how, do we go, how does it go? Uh, uh, come again. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. All things have become new. It's true. All things are passed away. All things like disobeying God are passed away. All things are new like obeying God. Some of us, when we read the word of God, giving us instruction, giving us direction, then we begin to say, the Bible is a cake. The Bible is obsolete. The Bible is not modern. You are not well. That's a polite way I'll just tell you. That's a, you are not well. I think it would be a good place to end the service. What do you think? No, no, no. We have, we have a ceremony to come. So listen, what am I saying? What I'm saying is that the blessing of being a child of God comes with accepting to be dealt with by God as a child of God. And Hebrews 9 talks about is it 9 or Hebrews 12 that the one who is a child Do you get it? Would have to accept the disciplining of God. Hebrews 12, 12 verse 9 of from 7. Hebrews 12. It, it says that. It says, furthermore, we have had fathers. Please, maybe let's start from verse 5.
He said, and you have forgotten the exhortation we speaketh unto you as unto children. My son, that this is a quotation from Proverbs. He says, My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. Most of us, when the pastor is pointing the word of God to our lives to say, according to this word of God, this thing must change, then he said, They are judging me. Shame on you. You want the blessing of being a child of God, but you don't want the correction. I said, You don't want the correction of being a child of God. But the Bible says that you cannot be a child without correction. You cannot be a child without rebuke by God. God knows you are not perfect and he knows that he has not given birth a newborn again person who is now perfect. No, he knows it. That is why he has given his spirit to guide you into all truths. The Bible says all scripture is given by inspiration of God. For doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for correction. First Timothy three sixteen. Is this second or first? This first and second. I always confuse them. But it's a three sixteen. Oh, we are here with me. Stop deceiving yourself to say, "Oh no, because I go to church, I'm going to be blessed." Going to church will not bless you until you allow the word of God to begin to correct you. That is why it's a pain when you're a Christian without the Bible. It's a serious pain for me. Because I'm asking myself, what can you do without a Bible? As I've preached now, all you remember is the story I said about the man who came to my office. That's all you remember. That's all you remember. If you like market, I said, if you like market, after service, start to remember and you remember the man who came to my office and what I said and even you will not say it correctly than what I said <laughs> so, so, so if you don't have a bible in your house that you read everyday like a mirror that some of you would want a mirror by all means in your house but you will not fight for a bible Oh, listen, I have no better message to tell you than to tell you that you need a Bible. That's the beginning. Because I know that having a Bible, you are not going to read it. But not having it, you will never read it. I mean, having a Bible is not a guarantee that you read. But not having it is a guarantee that you will not read it. So I just want to increase my probabilities. Sometimes, some of you, the price of the Bible, especially a good one, is the reason why you read it. Like the way you eat certain food because it's expensive, even though your stomach is full. You say, no, no, the food is expensive. Look, I can't waste it. I have to eat it. <laughs> you are full. Your stomach is saying, pee, pee, pee. And you are saying, shut up. Do you know how much it costs? He said, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. It's profitable. It's profitable for doctrine. It's profitable for reproof. Reproof is not praises. I said, reproof is not praises. For correction. Correction is never nice. And for instruction in righteousness. Why? That the man of God may be thoroughly furnished unto good works. Unto all good works. Listen. If you are a child of God, the first evidence that you are a child of God is that the word of God is able to correct you. And stop getting angry with the pastor when he opens a verse and says, according to this verse, this step is wrong according to this verse 
this is the right step and stop arguing you see pastor you don't know how it feels I don't know your situation I don't want to know your situation because you are a fool first of all to be in that situation so I don't want to know I don't want to know and your foolishness was manifested by your not agreeing to simple things that you should have agreed to if your boss says you are wrong why don't you just accept it after all who is it that will tell you this is wrong this is right other than a lover I'm asking you a question I said I'm asking you a question who is it that will show you what is wrong and what is right apart from a lover if you are waiting for Satan to come and tell you that what you are doing is wrong he will never say it because Jesus said a kingdom is not divided against itself so Satan will not lead you to do the wrong thing and turn around and come and tell you it's wrong he doesn't do that it is God who loves you proving by choosing to die for you as a sinner who will tell you that this is wrong it's only a lover not not a buyer of ice cream who wants to entice your other areas and enjoy it i said it is a lover not a buyer of airtime but a true lover who would tell you that this is wrong this is wrong so anytime somebody tells you this is wrong with evidence of the word of God label that person lover of my soul lover of my life right. let's rise to our feet and you see you see you may not understand I mean, you may not know why we hold our bishop and our pastor, our apostle, our teacher, our evangelist in high esteem. You may never understand. And sometimes you may accuse us of worshiping a man. But I can tell you one thing. I have known him for 33 years of my life. For 33 years of my life, he has always pointed me to the right way. I said, for 33 years of my life, he has always pointed me to the right way, according to the word of God. He has shown me what is right. He has corrected me in behaviors that are not appropriate. That is the only thing that he has done for me. He has done me no evil. Why would I not love somebody who corrects me? I said, why would I not love some, or why should I not love somebody who corrects me? Some of you, the mistake a man of God will make is to tell you the truth. That is the day when you begin to hate him and spread all sorts of lies about them. And the only reason is because he told you that you need a bit of skill to deal with your wife, to deal with your boss, to deal with your mother, a bit of skill to handle your sibling. No, no, no. Let it never be that you will hate the preacher that always addresses your problem with the word of God and love the preacher who sings your praises and continues to encourage you in your folly lift up your voice and say Lord help me I want to be dealt with as a child I don't want to be dealt with as a bastard I want to be dealt with as a child
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. I'm a child of God. Father, we thank you. I want us to talk to God. Talk to God. Ask for his help. Ask for his help. That you will love the true lover of your soul. The one who awakens your conscience. The one who draws your attention to the wrong road that you are on. They hated Jesus. Not because he did them evil. But because he told them the truth. Thank you Holy Spirit. We desire to be dealt with as children Lord. We want nothing else. But dealings as with a child. We know you love us and therefore you correct us when we go wrong. Lord, we ask you to correct us gently, tenderly. Thank you, Holy Spirit. But never cease to correct us. Never cease. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I know that today I've spoken to you by the Holy Spirit God has spoken to you and a change a change has begun in your life let that change continue yes it struck you and you decided I'll be a child don't turn back because of the toughness of the road to be a child but like Paul said, endure all things. Endure the difficulty and the pain that comes with correction. That comes with rebuke. And stay on the road. For in time, in due course, you shall reap the fruit of correction. You shall reap the fruit of accepting rebuke. You shall reap the fruit of coming back on the right path. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I wanted to lift up your voice and say, Thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you. Oh, Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you that today you brought us to your house. Thank you that by you, you've spoken to us the words of God that our heart needs. Let it bring changes. Let it bear fruit. The word of God never goes and comes back unaccomplished. Therefore, as we have received the word in our spirit and in our hearts, let it bear fruit. We give you praise. Thank you. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, you want to say, Pastor, I don't know what I have come with. But I need God. I want God. And I want to accept the way that God has chosen. By declaring my faith in Jesus as the son of God. For Jesus himself said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the father but by me. I cannot come to God without Jesus. And so I accept him. Coupled with the many wonders and proofs that was demonstrated during his life here on earth, I receive him as a son of God into my heart. You want to pray this prayer? Lift up your right hand. Let me pray with you. Wherever you are standing, every head bowed and every eye closed. 
you want to say pastor please pray with me i want to receive jesus as my lord and savior lift up your right hand wherever you are thank you holy spirit thank you lift it up high lift it up high thank you thank you Father, lift as these hands are lifted. I give you thanks. I give you praise. I don't know why I feel that somebody that you must make a decision for Jesus. Don't be afraid of correction. Don't be afraid of the need to change your ways. God will give you strength. God will help you if you ask him. Make the right choice. Jesus, the way, the truth. The rest, God will help you. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. Lift up your right hand. Let me pray with you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lift it up high. Lift it up high. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Let us pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for my life. I surrender it to you. In obedience to your word and in obedience to your leading. Please forgive me of my sins. I believe in Jesus Christ as your son who came and died for my sins he rose again on the third day seated at your right hand by this prayer please wash me with the blood of Jesus and I receive Jesus into my heart as my Lord who will tell me what to do who will show me how to walk and who will give me the strength to do it Thank you, Father, for loving me. Amen. Father, let your blessing rest upon these ones that have made a commitment unto you to choose Jesus and to walk with him as the lamp of life. I give you praise for these ones in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We believe you've been blessed by this message. To stay connected, follow our LCI social media platform.